Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli. This is a new podcast that's going to be talking about Korean dramas. Yes, I woke up one day and decided I'm going to make a podcast reviewing episodes of different dramas that I'm watching currently. I love Korean dramas. I've been watching Korean dramas um, for a bit. I My first drama ever was called Chocolate. And then after Chocolate, I watched Crash Landing on You. So those are my introduction to Korean drama. And, and since then, I've watched hundreds of dramas. You know, I recently decided that I really just had things to say about different episodes that I'm watching. So the format of the podcast is going to be that, you know, I'll watch an episode, then I'll review it and talk about it, just my thoughts. Um, hopefully, they are some of the same thoughts you're having and you're going to be like, oh, finally, somebody said it or, oh, my God, this girl's crazy. What is she thinking? So. Hopefully you enjoy the the podcast. There will be spoilers about the episode, so you know if you don't want something to spoil, um, listen to the podcast after the episode. Um, right now, I just to let you know the kind of dramas that that I enjoy. I really like action. I love uh, romantic comedies. I'm not such a Mak Jung fan, you know. Um, Mellow is is a little bit out there for me. I hate when the girls are screaming and and things like that. But those are, you know, what we're going to be reviewing. Um, Currently, I'm watching Strong Girl Namsoon, and that's actually what this episode is going to be about. Episode 1 is going to be about uh, Strong Girl Namsoon. Um, Castaway Diva, I love Park Bin. So we're going to talk about that drama uh, probably in episode 2. I'm also watching Escape of the Seven, so we'll talk about that as well. And I love uh, the contract marriage trope, so there's a lot of those going on. So, so we're going to be doing those as well. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, a little bit about myself. I, I'm learning Korean. I'm not fluent in Korean, so I am learning Korean. Um, but I'm not, I'm not fluent. My mom's actually Korean. I'm half Korean. I'm half Korean, half Puerto Rican. I do speak um, Spanish fluently, so si puedo hablar español, but Hangugo chalmoteo, adic chalmoteo, but I'm trying to learn it. Hangugo rul belsoil, de, oh belgo soil, de, I'm learning it now. So, but it's it still has a long ways to go. So, I do sometimes I will read subtitles, sometimes I won't, um, but but that's where we're at. So I hope, you know, if you disagree, feel free to leave comments. We do have also a Gmail, lowliescafepodcast at gmail.com. So you can send me a note. Um, You know, I'm hoping to put this up on a YouTube channel as well. So feel free to watch the YouTube if you want. Um, Obviously, you know, some people are visual. So if you want to see see me um feel free and you know i'm i'm really nothing special to look at so if you're disappointed i'm sorry uh if you have comments about how i look you know um sure i i don't wear makeup so if if you're like oh you gotta wear makeup girl to look better i i don't know i'd probably end up not looking quite right so so hopefully you just you know listen to the podcast or or watch it just so that 
you can hear somebody else's opinions on on K dramas and and maybe yeah like oh finally yes yes so that's that's what the podcast will be about. So for the first episode, we're going to talk about Strong Girl Nam Soon. It's currently streaming on Netflix, um, and it's a Saturday Sunday drama. I think on Saturdays it comes out on Netflix on at 10:30 p.m. There, I'm I'm on the East Coast, so I think um, where I'm at it comes out around 11 a.m. That may change with the time change. Um, yeah, that's kind of happened tonight, so so that may change tonight. But um, so so far this drama. Um, first, let me preface this by saying that I am a big fan of Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. I love Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. It's it's one of my favorite dramas that I've watched probably like three or four times. Um, and yes, I do fast forward through the whole serial killer and kind of really gag gag comedy that's not my cup of tea that that we've seen in the bongs and i do fast forward those those um i fast forward that and i enjoy it but i think ultimately the bongs is a coming of age drama um you know we see her grow so much and and as she grows right she she forgets about her first love she 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 says yes there is an expiration on your first love and we see her grow from just being kind of this unsure of herself to this really confident young woman who knows what she wants and she accomplishes the things that she wants i think you know the last couple of episodes were so important for her growth and the other thing that I love about the Bongsun is just how um, the male lead totally loves her. Just we know he loves her. We have zero doubts that he's in love with her, that he wants to protect her, that he's just daringly just loving her. And and that is, I think, what K-drama gives us um, that we don't necessarily see in some of the other dramas that are more physical, like American dramas and things like that. Um, so we do love that. So, you know, and obviously this is kind of like a spin-off of that, this drama, Stronger Girl Nam Soon. But um, I actually haven't enjoyed this drama until episode 8, I think, where uh, we actually meet the male villain and we get to interact with the male villain. So... I think, you know, right now, why am I still watching this drama? Uh, part of me is just really, really hoping that it's going to be a big twist and the villain is actually going to end up being male. So things that I'm holding on to is the fact that we saw him look at her first. So when she's stopping that airplane, we see him looking at her. And the way he looks at her, it's like, yeah, this guy is in love with her. Um, even though at that time I was like, is this guy the villain? Is he not the villain? I uh, wasn't sure. So right there, I think that feeling that um, the villain is able to convey, yeah, he loved her on episode one. And, you know, we're seeing the villain just, just their interaction in episode eight, their chemistry is just, 
just one of the most wonderful things to see right now. So, so that episode really kind of like made me look forward to the next episode. And of course, episode nine was a little bit disappointing, although we did get his, you know, character beginnings arc, which, of course, it's just so tragic. And I'm hoping that yeah, we're gonna see that he's gonna turn around and and you know that's the reason that he's in this position is because he's really secretly hoping to take down the russian mafia and so we're hoping or i'm hoping yes that he's going to become the the male lead and you know i understand i got there's a lot of fans for the male lead right now like he's so cute and he adores her but do we really know that he adores her do we really know that that he's in love with her he he has kind of this hesitant um just feelings for her right like when when they're introduced she's like he's my friend and and he doesn't like lovingly gaze at her and be like no i want you to be more than friends and and you know when they're i can't remember if it's episode seven or eight when they're uh you know eating and and he's like oh maybe i'll go to mongolia to find a girl that smiles and it's like dude she's right there i I just did not enjoy that. I think that's like a crap thing to say to a girl, like I'm going to go to another country to find a girl when, when the girl that you're supposed to love is right in front of you. Um, so I, I'm just not a fan of that. I like this sort of, yeah, I love you um, kind of romance for me. So I didn't really like that about him. And, and you know, her, her text messages to, to him where she's like, brother, like it's just kind of weird. I, I think they're meaning to have her call him oppa but it doesn't quite translate the same oppa uh, when you're doing it in a flurry way you don't in english you don't call anyone brother like when you're if you call someone bro that's your bro it's not your um someone that you're you know it's your bro so um i'm just not such a fan of the chemistry that the current male lead has so i'm hoping there's going to be a redemption arc where yeah you know this guy is taking these drugs so he can become more powerful so he can take down the Russian mafia and then Nam Soon's gonna help him and by helping him accomplish this and and helping him, you know, get over his past and obviously all the wounds that he has, she's gonna grow and be able to get over the wounds that she has. Obviously maybe they're gonna be able to bond from being orphans, um, or not being with your with your birth parents, they're gonna be able to bond from that. So I'm really hoping, I, I know that's a little bit far-fetched, I know that's not necessarily what is going to happen, but I hope her, I'm hope i hoping writer Neem comes through for us, and yes, we see that happen. Um, things that I like about this drama are the way that we're seeing sort of sympathy for drug addicts. Um, you know, ultimately, right, this drug is a fictional drug, it doesn't exist in the real world. But it shows us that, you know, people are doing drugs because they're hoping for something, something that they really want. And, you know, whether it's the brother trying to lose weight or, you know, just policemen trying to catch bad guys, just just why people are doing this right. It, it is because there is something that's not quite right um, in their lives and. Obviously, it's always a personal choice, but, you know, there is something missing in those people. And, and I think, you know, people that, that are doing drugs are, are actually doing it because 
there is something else that that they need to escape and you know that's why they're getting high actually i've never actually done drugs i have a really addictive personality so i i haven't done drugs because i think i will get addicted to them because i'm i'm such an addictive personality just like i'm addicted to k-dramas um so that but that is something that that i do appreciate about the drama that how they're treating that and and they're being you know kind of cognizant of of that so i do like that um things that i'm not enjoying so much are the harmony story like okay i i don't know why it's just not doing anything for me you know now we have the husband so there's like another love triangle okay and then you know with the mom it's not clear you know why her and the husband got got divorced so that's sort of like a for me it's just not not quite there i do like how she flirts with the numbers guys that's pretty cute um and then you know the mom's just kind of out there doing her own thing she's she's obviously using her powers to kind of do good in the world which we love and i love strong women so i love that about the mom i love her confidence i love how she dresses I, she's just killer for me but um she was a little bit you know kind of kind of um a little bit rash this past episode so we'll see where that goes i guess we see the preview for tomorrow so um, a lot of things are going to happen the other thing that you know i i do like about the drama is um no that's actually just the male villain actually i i love how the male villain interacts with with the with uh, i love how he interacts with namsoon i i just love it um the one thing I think that we haven't seen from from this drama is just what are Namsoon's hopes and dreams. We really haven't seen anything. It's episode nine, and we don't really know what she wants. Right, right now she's really kind of living for for other people. Right, after she found her parents, it's like yay, she found her parents, and now what? What does she want to do? Um, is she really in Korea just to marry a guy? Who's she going to marry? What kind of guy is she going to marry? Why is that? Why is that her goal? Why isn't it, you know, to better herself? Or right now she's just, okay, you know, um, Ishik needed some some help with it. So she's like, okay, I'm going to do that. And, and then the mom's like, oh, I need this. And she does that. But so what is she doing for herself? I think one thing that, this drama is not doing as well as Strong Girl De Bong Song or Strong Woman De Bong Song is that, you know, kind of how the the men in the family are portrayed, right? De Bong Song's brother, I mean, he's hot and he's a surgeon or he's a doctor. And, and the fact that, you know, he's a medical doctor, just like, yeah. And obviously those interactions are different, like the way that the mom in De Bong Song kind of favor the brother and and the bongson's dad was just there for the bongson just loving her i love the dad in the bongson i love how he always stood up for her how he gave her money behind the mom's back i just you really felt like the love that he had for his daughter um whereas in this drama like i don't know that we see any love for the um uh, namsoon's brother i just don't see it and you know you feel that to the point where the guy's like turning to drugs for for validation or to feel better about himself so 
you know, the way Halmoni treats the brother, it's like, okay, the the uncle, uh, Namsoon's uncle, um, okay, she clearly cares for him, but, but that guy, it's like, what are we supposed to feel for him? He literally can't walk. Are, are we supposed to be feeling sorry for him? Are we supposed to hope that he gets something with with the secretary? It's not clear to me, like, what we're supposed to feel for him and and how we're supposed to feel about him. It's like, okay, can you really not walk? Is that so much went to your sister um, that, that you can't do, like, normal life things um, okay that's that's really tough so um, I'm just not really a fan of that I, I'm not really a fan of the way that the mom treats the brother Namsoon's brother I just don't like it um, so I'm hoping that yeah we have this kind of redemption arc for the villain I know that's really a maybe not so unpopular opinion nowadays but that's what what I'm hoping for. Um, and honestly, whoever casted this, like, how can we not look at the villain and not fulfill him? I mean, he's a puppy too, low, right? So, yeah, that's what we want in a, in a male lead. Um, and that's not really to take anything away from, from an actor that, that's playing Ishik, Kang Ishik, of course. That guy's also very cute. Um, but he's just not Papi Chula hot like the villain, like um, Ryoshio. So, so yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with that drama. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Feel free to leave comments. Hopefully, if you know if you're visual, you can watch the video. It's just me talking. Hopefully, it doesn't offend you or anything like that. It's it's in my basement. Ironically, yes, I'm doing the podcast in my basement there's literally uh you can see all of the background it's just all like shelves and costco kids toys yeah it's in the basement so i hope you enjoyed it feel free to leave comments on the youtube channel um you can also reach out you know if there's if you like what you heard and there's a drama that you really want me to talk about feel free to to let me know um So yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy the podcast. I hope you come back for episode two where we'll talk about Castaway Diva. All right. Have a great day, guys.